personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Leaf, who will help you get started in building your real estate empire. Grow your self-confidence, find your grit, and get the skills needed to dominate the real estate world. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. It's so good that we are going over foreclosure forbearances and that we had Bob Lawn done because who knows what's ever going to happen with this coronavirus and if a vaccine is ever going to happen. And that applies not just for your mortgage, but for your rent, for your investments, for your business. So for people that don't understand, my co-host, my wife, Lauren Lieb, is in charge of all the operations of our businesses. And she's been doing wargaming contingency planning for businesses for years. She actually worked in consulting before this. She's been doing this for a long time. So Lauren, wargaming out. I want to understand. Well, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but there is one scenario that is being discussed. In fact, CNN came out with an article on it this week is what happens if coronavirus vaccine is never actually developed because it has happened before. So you're going to see things like, oh, there's no vaccine for HIV. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you're telling me that there's a chance there's no vaccine because I've been reading 12 to 18 months and I have my clock, my calendar. It's been going on. And we started this thing. I think it was November or something like that in China. But let's assume we go Trump wise and we're in, I don't know. March, is that when the government started acknowledging this thing? So from 12 months from March is March of 2021. I add another um, four months because 16 months, I'm thinking to myself, what is that? April, May, June, July. I was thinking by summer of 2021, I'm 100% good. You're telling me I'm not? I'm not telling you that at all. I'm telling you. Because I, I was going to strangle you if you, <laughs> I know. like, I need to get no, out of my house. I mean, we all have to sleep at night thinking, Forget sleep. You know, when <sighs> is this going to be over so that we can I feel get like Braveheart. I'm going to be like, freedom! <laughs> yeah. like, like, that's so, my future. I have dreams right. of it. I wake up with freedom. So tell me, tell me. I'm a contingency planner. What does that mean? I don't even know that what. That means that I can't just plan based on hope, based on there might be. So you do different scenarios. So like you're going to do the worst case scenario, the yeah. middle case scenario. The So the best case is that magic, poof. There's. Uh, did you see about these murder, murder hornet things? You saw about them? <laughs> I have a theory that if you get stung by the murder, murder hornet, you're going to be safe. It's like drinking the Clorox. <laughs> the, way yes, the, the bees, they so have the vaccine. I'm lo- I think it's in their stinger. Did you see how big their stinger was? I'm looking for murder hornets. I think that's the way to go. It's like It might be the solution. So magic, poof. Murder hornets come from Asia. And why wouldn't it work, Lauren? Because coronavirus, I heard from Asia too. Oh so they God. came after and they saved me. But let's imagine my cockamamie doesn't right. really happen. There is an actual possibility that there could never be a vaccine. I'm not a scientist. I'm not in public health. This is just a, a I plan. actually am in public health. Master's okay. in public health. So just saying. You are, right? Oh. So I'm saying that we have to think about the fact that that might not We happen. got your point. So there's okay. scenarios. So what happens if we live in a world where there's always going to be a coronavirus? So you want to do worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. So we're going to live with coronavirus. And again, we have to have these um, murder hornets too. Yeah. But you didn't contingency plan for the murder <laughs> hornets. No. All right, good. So let's go back to the coronavirus. All right. You well, can't handle it. Like It's like if you're, if you're Jewish, it's like we're recounting Passover right now. We have the murder <laughs> hornets coming now. We're going to update the Bible for this. We're going to have the murder hornets instead of having the, the uh, uh, oh, come on. All right. Well, in this world where there's no vaccine, there's going to be treatments, right? So we're I don't know. Are that. there going to be treatments? Uh, you tell me because I thought you were doing worst case scenario. 
I think the worst case scenario is they're going to find something like, let's just say you're in the ICU for 30 days. We might be able to get it down to 26. Or I 20. would argue that that's second to worst case okay. scenario. So I'm thinking this is going to be a second to worst case okay, scenario. Okay. Worst case okay. scenario, just so we're clear, is not only are we all dying from coronavirus and the murder hornets are stinging us while we're going down, but we all develop a skin rash so we die ugly. Wait, hold on. Even worse is that the coronavirus mutates. I don't even want to know. <laughs> okay. I don't even want to know about it mutating. But all right, so let's go with okay. your scenario. So what you're saying is there's going to be a treatment protocol. Yes, so that you're going to get it, but hopefully you'll live. Yes, exactly. But it would still be very disruptive, like a whole yeah, month I mean, of health. Hospitals are still going to have to ramp up all the time about people coming in. You're always going to have to wonder if you touch. Do you all see that I live with doom and gloom Sorry, over here? Right. Like right, when so I wake gonna... up, there's there's rainbows <laughs> and there's little marshmallow I men dancing around and butterflies. Lollipops. And my wife wakes up and goes, we're all going to die. We're not all going to die. We're just going to, if this happens, if there is no vaccine, okay. then we're going to have to change the way of life. And that's going to affect real estate. Okay? But I'm introverted anyway, so I'm good with this. I've actually been enjoying not having to see friends and family. It's been a real winner for me. Can we keep that into the future even if there is a vaccine? Andrew. What? You have a radio show. You like people. Yeah, but like, you know, anyone ever go to those social gatherings where like your spouse makes you go and it's her friends and she goes, our friends, but they're her friends. And you go to them and you got to make talk with these people and you're thinking to yourself, where is the alcohol? All right, let's get back to what happens if there's no coronavirus vaccine. First off, testing and tracing will just become a way of life. Um, office buildings, in order to even get into the office building, there has to be some sort of device that you have to um, you know, take a rapid test before you even go in. They have to know there and then if you have it or not, or else it's going to be a disaster. Okay, so no rapid test, no open. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so let's imagine now we have a rapid test. Okay. Is this going to be like a rectal exam? Is this going to be how are we doing this? Is it? Am I getting stuck wor- with something? Worst case scenario. Well, Trump, Trump told us, if you remember, I said this other day, he got the test and he told me it was very invasive. And as I said, he's tough. If he don't like it, I don't want it. So right. like, Well, I'm hoping for some sort of entrepreneur technology company startup that- So anyway, you're saying this. this test, this entrepreneur, this startup, it's going to be a pain-free test. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Well, like, I wouldn't visit any offices anymore like, if I- spit in a tube and it shows the color I can deal, immediately I, as you I can do deal that. with spitting. Okay. All right, let's keep going. Okay, so that's going to have to be happen. Um, but social distancing is just going to become a way of life. Um, so right now, New York City or, or any city has some sort of a suburb area outside of a city, and then there's millions of people in that city, and that's where all the offices are, and that's where all the congestion is. But There's also know, offices in the suburbs. Like, I own a few of them, but I hear okay. you. <laughs> I'm saying, though, the masses. The, Got it. Okay. High density. High density areas they're not going to have the appeal. I mean, on a social level, to go into the restaurants, to the bars. To the so bar- let's just forget for a second about this ve- test, the instant test you're talking about. You're just saying if there is an issue where we have to live in a world with social distancing, for whether it be a short-term, a mid-term, or a long-term. There's going to be spikes on and off. I so got you're that. going to live with this. But what you're saying is you're envisioning a difference for a high, densely populated place, like a city or right the immediate outside the city. Like, I don't know if you've driven around in Great Neck. We have an office right on Northern Boulevard. To it's, it's actually East Shore Road. But to get there, it could take you 40 minutes from the highway. And to walk there could probably take you six minutes. Well, that's how the real estate is going to change. So let's just say where you live. But I want to talk more. Back to your statement. Okay. You were just saying that there's going to be a social distancing world. That's what yeah. I was hearing you say. And you were telling me about the appeal. And I think where you're going, because we were talking to my sister, who's on the Upper West Side in the city right now. And we were talking about these mom groups, because we join all the mom groups. I don't know if you've ever done this guys but guys you got to join the mom group every time you join a mom group you read it for a little while and then you go i'm gonna go play video games 
It's like so peaceful to okay, be like. Okay, there's this at, New York City mom group on Facebook, and I'm a mom, so I'm I belong to this hey, group. Mom. Hi. All right. Um, and there's all these polls going around saying who is moving out of the city, who is moving to a suburb, who is moving, you know, further, you know, in the middle of the country. Who's so moving to more the South. importantly, if you're an investor and you're thinking to yourself, hey, I want to go invest in real estate. I read Barbara Corcoran say today that mm-hmm. it's a great time to invest. I agree with Barbara. It's a great time to invest when there's turbulence. I don't know if that was her word, but when there's turbulence, you can get great deals. She said, don't just invest blindly because Barbara said so. You have to know what you're looking for to get deals that are near bottom. Oh, yeah. But what you're suggesting is there might be a boom, I think this is what you're saying, of rental properties and office space needs in suburbs or exurban areas. Exurban means where you can't commute every day. So for example, something like Southampton isn't a suburb of New York City, it's an exurb because it's just too far to go every day to the well, city. I you go like, see these so tell me. becoming so popular that there's going to have to be new rules of how many people could populate in those areas. So anyway, I want to talk investing though. Okay. So what you're saying to me is you're seeing a mass exodus from a city. From the cities to the outer places because of things like Zoom and the Google yeah, Hangout. I'm not and sure places like Great Neck are going to be as popular as they are because people live in Great Neck because it's so commutable to New York City. Got it. So you're thinking these exurbs, like whether we're going to go up all the way into Schenectady, for example. Yeah. I guess I mean, Schenectady is a suburb of Albany, but you get the point. Sure. Like <laughs> a rural area upstate New York. Yeah. Like the Hudson Valley. I mean, places in Connecticut, places further in New Jersey by Pennsylvania. I mean, just places that might be an hour and a half from a city. And what do you think people are going to want in these houses? What do you think that's an interesting thing? Well, A, they might want extra office rooms in there because Zoom or whatever technology that's being used. Is the Google be, one was the Google Meet. Yeah. I mean, there's Facebook. There's yeah. all these sorts of apps and much more are going to come out. I and mean, what are they going to want? Why do they want more rooms? Maybe a green screen room okay. um, to have more privacy. Did you see Governor Cuomo said that he's working with the Gates Foundation to reimagine the schooling experience? We've been in education. Yeah. We own Leap School, which is continuing ed for brokers, online, digital. So we've been in the computing, digital education space for a long time. And Governor Cuomo said he wants to reimagine schools. We were actually talking to one of our friends who, what does she teach? Fifth grade? Yeah. And she was- Best teacher ever. Yeah. Carrie, if you're listening, best teacher. So (laughs) we actually asked Kurt for tips. Well, Carrie was telling us that she's seeing a world where we're not going to need as many teachers because we're going to have a technology where one teacher can have much more grasp to be able to deal with more students and she's seeing a different model or one-on-ones oh, yeah with other teachers doing one yeah so tell me different models but anyway so do you need a room for the education that's yeah, what i understand need a room for education for each kid you need something yeah soundproof something yeah, like I mean, you could, maybe maybe it's not so much open space anymore and maybe there are going to be more closed rooms like so your average four-bedroom home needs to maybe maybe seven or eight bedrooms um, but maybe they won't be called bedrooms, however they are, for Zoom room or whatever it is. But the, what people are going to be looking for in a house is going to be different. And they are going to want a yard and just different things like so that. So what we're saying is that even if there is a vaccine, but if it takes a long time, we're hearing from these mom groups. And that's where you – I actually – I'm telling you and seriously, join them because you could get great market research just from reading what people are saying because they say what they're really thinking. I do this for business a lot. I join them in a lot of communities. And what we're learning is that a lot of people are going to move away from the city because they're – accelerating their plan to have a yard, as Lauren said, but they will have different needs now. They want to have a room for Zoom so they can work. One for each of the spouses. If there's two spouses, they want to have rooms for kids to learn. They might want to have gyms. They want out your art space. And then what I'm saying is those people are going to eventually, when there is a vaccine, going to want to create businesses in the communities that are now their home. Opportunities knocking, just like Barbara Corcoran. Are you buying? If you want to listen to our whole catalog, 
go to www.listentolieb.com. Thanks. Have you ever dreamed of owning a rental property, flipping a home, opening a successful business? This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee.